Welcome everyone to the Ovea Torah Daf Yomi Shur. Today's Shur is Daf Nun Gimel. We will begin on Nun Bet Amubet at the word, at the words, Ve'ema. The words Ve'ema are four lines from the bottom. Today's Daf is available. Anyone who wants the Zuchud of sponsoring today's Daf, kindly contact Mr. Victor Sabag, and I'll happily hook you up with the tremendous Zuchud. We begin. Says the Gemara. <clears throat> there is a halacha that uh, in a ketubah, the ketubah, of course, is written by the husband to the wife. In the event of him divorcing her or him dying, she's entitled to the money. <clears throat> there is another halacha called ketubat benin dechrin, which means that even in the event that she doesn't, she's not entitled to the money. For example, let's say she dies before the husband, and now she doesn't get the money because she died first. Still, her if she has a son from this husband, if she has only daughters or no kids, right? but if she happens to have a son from this husband, that son has the right to inherit the amount of the ketubah above the other heirs. So, for example, if you have uh, Larry, he's got two kids. Now he wants to marry this girl, and the girl is not really thinking about marrying him. I don't really want to marry Larry. He's got two kids, blah, 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 blah. I know he's wealthy, but what am I going to have from it? So he promises her a million dollar ketubah. Okay? This means that if he ever divorces her, it's like a prenup, if he ever divorces her, she's entitled to the money. He dies, she's entitled to the money. Even though he's got a $10 million estate, $1 million is going to go to this girl. Otherwise, if he didn't write a ketubah like that, all the money would go to his two sons. Okay. Okay? So he writes her a million-dollar ketubah. Now, she still doesn't, she's still holding back. So we tell her, by the way, there's a, there's a condition in the ketubah, in every ketubah, that even if you die first, and then you won't get your million dollars, but if you happen to have a son with this guy, that son will get the million dollars besides for his portion. So if you have three, if you have three sons, there's two sons plus this new son, right? Yeah. Normally they would split 3.3 3 per, per kid. Yeah. Now it's going to be three per kid and one million extra. And this guy's getting four. Uh-huh. She says, oh, that's a whole different story. Then she could agree. What's the ketubah called? What is it called? It's, 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 it's a ketubah called Ketunat Benin Dechrin, the ketubah of the male sons. So the male sons have the right to inherit the ketubah in the event that, they, that, they, that, they, that, they, that he doesn't get it. But only if she has a male son from him. Mm-hmm. Okay? That's the So Gemara asks now, now this, this rule, this rule works because we want people to be able to we want people to get their daughters married. Right? So we want, we want fathers to give their daughters enough stuff to buy them stuff and clothe them properly so people will want to marry them. And with this type of thing, being that fathers love their grandsons, so they know their grandsons will inherit stuff, they will work on uh, spending money on their daughters in order to the money should end up with their grandsons. Okay? Now... If the Emma, the boy wants to know, Emma Alpha Gav Deleka Motadinar, this only works 
if there's actually some inheritance to go. So in other words, if the guy had $10 million, this thing works. What if the guy has exactly $1 million? Oh. Then the son does not get his $1 million, it gets split with all the sons. Oh, so, okay. Okay. If he has $1 million and $1, okay. then he gets his million. And the dollar gets split 30 cents, 30 cents, 30 cents. Wow. Okay. Right. So as long as, as long as he has above the value, okay. Correct. So the Gemara wants to know, if the maybe this is even true, even without the extra dollar. Mm-hmm. Why does it have to be the extra dollar? The rabbis didn't want to make this million dollar rule, or whatever the number is, in a place where it's going to take away from doing the inheritance rules that the Torah says. So the Torah's inheritance rules are split it with the sons, right? And the Bechor gets double, right? That's the Torah's inheritance rules. Now, if this, giving the million dollars to this, to this special son of the daughter, son of the wife, uproots that rule, then we don't want to do it. You understand? Yeah, okay. and, but once it, it, as long as it leaves it, we're going to do it. So as long as there's a dollar to split, Sabaruch. Okay? <laughs> Okay, says the Gemara. Here's the story. Rapapa Iyasakli Libre Be Abasura. Rapapa made a deal, made a shiduch with his son, with a guy called Abba from Sura. Okay? Azal, Lemetel Lektuba. He went to figure out the terms of the Ketubah, to figure out what the father, the new consuegro, is going to give to the daughter and to the marriage. Yehuda, Shama Yehuda Bamreimer. Yehuda Bamreimer heard that the big rabbi Rapapa is coming to Sura. Uh, right? Nafak ata et So he came out to greet him. Right? So Yehuda Bamreimer comes to greet him. Kimata lepitcha. So they walk together. They're walking together from the beginning of the city to get to the house of the consuegro of Rapapa. And when they got there, Havakamifta mine. He was separating from him. Amalei told him, Netel Mor Badai. So he told him, Come with me. Why don't you come with me to the constructor's house? He saw that he didn't want to go in. Amalei, my dad says, Why don't you want to go in? Shumda Amalei Shmuel of Yehuda, Koshmuel told of Yehuda, Shinna, smart one, don't be connected with. A transfer of inheritance, even from a bad son to a to a good son, don't be involved with moving the inheritance from the way the Torah wants it. Because you never know which type of kids are going to come out from the bad son. So if you're trying to disinherit a son, don't do that. Definitely don't do that when you go taking the stuff from a son to a daughter because she's not supposed to get anything. And therefore, maybe the reason why you don't want to go in here is because this guy, if he writes, if I, I go to the consuegra and he gives a, a big chunk of money to his daughter before she gets married, he's really taking that away from what his sons might inherit when he dies. 
and therefore maybe the reason why you don't want to come in with me to visit my Kinswego is because you don't want to tell him to give a big ketubah to the daughter, a big dunya, a big dowry to the daughter, because you're taking away from the sons. Is that why? Okay. Hanami, This also, the fact that you're giving, that's true, but the fact that you're giving ketubah, giving a dowry to the girl and taking care of her before she gets married, that also is what the rabbis like. So don't worry, you're doing what the rabbis like. That a person always should give his daughter a lot in order that people should want to marry her. It's brought down. So Yehudim Raymond told him back, That's true if the father wants to give it to his daughter. Do we also force him? Right? So told him back, Did I tell you to come in and force him? Walk in. I, I told you, come into the house and don't say anything to him. Don't push him at all. Okay? Says the Gemara. Amalei, who they told him, Ma'ala didi, me coming in, hainu asya. When I come in with you, that's like forcing him. Meaning there's a pressure over there. Right? There's a peer pressure there. Big rabbi here, you feel uncomfortable, blah, blah, blah. Achve, he forced him to come in with him. Right? Ve'al, he came in. Ishtik v'yativ, he sat there quietly the whole time. Savar, now this guy, Abbasur, who's the consuegro, he thought. Ihu mirtach he thought that he's quiet the whole time, that means he's angry. He must be angry. That, about how little I'm giving my daughter, and that's why he's sitting and not talking the whole time. Okay? So he added to the ketubah, he added in the dowry to his daughter, everything he had. Lesof, when he finished, and of course, you remember, still not talking because he's unaware that he's adding so much. He's adding whatever, however much money he has to the ketubah, and still there's nothing happening. Still, he's not, the rabbi is not talking. Amale, so he told, the consuegro told, Now also he's still not talking? I didn't leave anything for myself. I gave everything to my daughter. Amale, you would have told him, If you would have asked me, I wasn't happy with even all you gave. I think you gave too much. So he told him, Should I back out? Amalei told him, He says, I didn't say you should back out. But I told you you shouldn't have done it from the first place. But once he did it, leave it. Okay. That's the story one. Now, what is the case where there's a girl who sold her ketubah rights back to her husband? How you do that? Well, she has the rights to get, let's say, this million dollars when the husband dies, right? Now, she decides she wants some piece of jewelry, let's say. 
Okay? So husband says, listen, I'm not buying a piece of jewelry. Forget about it. You know, you lost the last one I bought you. I'm not buying you no more. No, no, I want, I want too bad. And he's not buying for me. So she says, listen, if you buy me this 50,000 pieces of jewelry, I'll write you a document that says that when you, when, when you pass away, I don't need the million dollars. He says, oh, hmm, that sounds good. Hey, buys it. Hey, buys it. So she sold her ketubah rights. Then the kid, the, the boy, if she has a boy. We want to know if she has a boy, does she, let's say she dies first now. Okay? Mm-hmm. Now the rule is she had a boy from him, she's supposed to inherit the million. Does she still inherit the million? I mean, she sold her rights. She sold her rights to getting the million when he dies. She but does she still keep the right to get the million when she dies with her son? <laughs> you understand? I got it. Now, in general, there's a problem to sell the rights to Ketubah because the person's not supposed to live with his wife without a Ketubah. It's Asur. So here we're talking about a case where the guy did it anyway. Okay, okay he's not allowed to, but he did it. Now we want to know what happens. Okay? Good. Amale, so Rava answered, Rav Yemar Saba, V'tibayalach mochelet, why do you only ask a case where she sold it to him? Why don't you ask a case where she forgave him? What if she told him, you know something, you're such a good husband to me, you're so nice to me. I know you wrote that whole, I made you, I didn't want to get married you till you, till you wrote the million dollar in the Ketubah, and I see it's hard for you to deal with it, your sons are upset about it. Because you only have a million and a half, um, uh, 1.5 million dollars, and you're giving one million to me. I see it's a source of trouble to you. I'm mochel. When you die, I don't need the money. You're so good to me. Okay. Okay. So that ask, ask that question. Ask that question, do they still get the, 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 the sons, do the male sons when she dies still get the money? She, ask that question. She said she mochel. She told him she, no, ask the same question. When was she, she mochel only when, so when, she, when he dies? Or maybe she's mochel, she's mochel even when she dies? That's the question. Okay. Amale, so Rav told him back, I'm not sure about selling. Even though maybe in the case of the of the selling, maybe she needed the money and she was forced. It, and therefore, if she's forced because she needs the money and she sold him the kitubah because she the money, that's like he forced her with, with, uh, by, by beating her. Mokhla, but in the case of Mokhelet, where she's not forced... Of course, I'm worried about that case that maybe she lost the zechut. Okay? So Amarabha Rabbi answers, Pshitali, Mochelet Ketubah L'Acherim, if she sold the Ketubah rights to somebody else for $50,000. She can do that? Yes, why not? She can sell it to anybody else? Like, well, that is not even a problem over there. She could go to somebody and say, listen, I'm married to this really wealthy guy. I have a million dollar Ketubah. Okay? And... He's an old man. He's not going to last that long. When he dies, I get the million dollars. I'll sell it to you now for seven fifty. Interesting. She could, and the guy could buy it. And when he when the guy dies, he got he could collect the full face value. What about a case of divorce? Divorce too. Wow. Interesting. Right? Why not? It's a document like anything else. Okay. Just like if you bought a house, you could sell that contract to somebody else, right? Mm-hmm. You want okay? This is a contract. 
He's got a contract. The guy's a million, ten, multi million dollar guy, and he has a million dollar contract with the guy. Okay? I mean, I'm not saying it's common, but in theory. Okay? Tarabba says, Pshitli mochere ketubah lachanim. If she sold a ketubah to other people, yesh la ketubah minidukhin, then there is a ketubah of male sons. And then for sure, she, if she died, if she sold it to other people, her sons are going to get the million. If she dies. She sold other people the rights to get the money only... She's alive. Only when the husband dies and she's alive. But if she dies, her sons will still get the million oh, because she didn't sell that part. Uh-huh. Okay, that's clear. So sons still hold very strong for sons. Only if she dies. Yeah. It shouldn't poison her food, hopefully. <laughs> right? My time, what's the reason? Anuse. Why do they get the money? Because normally the reason why they didn't get it is because Zuzi Anuse, since she needed the money, that's why she sold it. But she doesn't want to. But she didn't sell it because she wants to. Doesn't want to help her kids. Oh. Now, if she forgave it to the husband, if she was mochel to the husband just like that because he was so good to her, she probably wants to mochel everything, and therefore she'll also lose her. Her sons will also lose her ketubah because the fact that you see that she's trying to be nice to him, she probably wants to be nice to him even if she dies. She wants to, to right. Mm-hmm. By Rabbah, but Rabbah's not sure. What he's not sure about is what happens if she sold it. So if she sold it to other people, she for sure gets it. If she was Mochelet, she for, the kids for sure do not get it. And if she sold it to him, that's the question. Okay? Do we say, it's like you sell it to other people and you still get it? Or, it's like you forgive it to him. But to Dubai, once he asked that question about selling, he answered it. If she sold it to the husband, it's like you sold it to other people. And therefore, you do get, the kids will get the money. Her, to the husband, she will get, the kids will get the money. Okay. Asked the question. Meta. Here we're talking about an interesting case. Rashi says, we're talking about a case where the woman's husband went overseas and somebody said, a guy comes and the husband died. So she gets remarried and then the husband shows up. We had cases like this. We had the case before. Let's give her more case, right? Now, halakha is, she needs a divorce from both of them and needs a get from both of them, right? And she gets no ketubah. Now, we said also, Meta, let's say she dies. And Yoshim Shazev, and Yoshim Shazev, Yoshim Kitubata. Neither of the inherit her kids get her Kitubah. So, one of the penalties that she gets for getting married without checking it out enough. Is wait, wait, wait. say that what's the case completely? So uh, she was married, husband went overseas. Okay. One guy comes, not two witnesses, one witness comes and says, Your husband's dead. Okay. She says, Yay, without making too much work, she goes quickly and marries 
the, the guy from the grocery store. Okay? Now she's living with him three years, has two kids, and the husband shows up. Now, she needs two divorces. One from the first one, one from the second one. Okay. Okay? And she loses the ketubah. So if the original, original, the first husband had written her a million dollar ketubah, she ain't getting it if he dies. Not only that, if she dies first, neither of her kids, from before and afterwards, are getting the ketubah. Okay. Is she two divorces or one divorce? What? Two. Two. Yes. Yeah, Ketubah Mayavidah. Why does she lose them? When we said, well, what Ketubah are they losing? Amar Papa, they're losing the Ketubah. She loses this ketubah, which means that if she dies while they're alive and then the husband dies, right? And then the husband dies. Now, when they come to inherit, they get the, they don't get extra the extra million dollars from their mother. Why? Why did we say that the kids lose it? Let's assume that also over here, that the same way we said that she needed the money and therefore the kids get the ketubah. Here too we should say, pushed her and therefore she's forced. Right? Because we said that last time we said when she needed the money and she sold it to somebody else, she still kept that piece. Because she was forced, she needed money. Here too, she was forced, she was lonely. Right? She wasn't forced last time she needed money. She wanted money. Whatever, she could live without the money. Here too, she could live without getting married, but she was pushed by the thing. So the same way one lets her get the kids get the kids get it here. The reason why the kids don't get it is not because she gave up on it. Because the rabbis want to give her a fine for getting married without looking into it properly. But if she looked into it pro- properly and then that would happen, she wouldn't have that issue. If you had two witnesses, yeah. Two witnesses. Well, we assume that you didn't look at it properly if there was one witness and you got remarried. Okay. One of the things that the Ketubah is also that if the guy dies... Okay. The girl's living in her husband's house. Okay? And, uh, and the guy dies. Halakha is that if he has money in the account and he's got properties and things, the girl has the right to live in the house. As long as she's a widow. You don't kick her out of the house. Even though, what do you mean? The property belongs to the sons now. They want to take it. Too bad. She has to live in the house. Okay? That's one of the What if the girl forgave her ketubah to her husband? Then she doesn't get the mizonot from her from the inheritance when she's a widow. She doesn't get the inheritance. Hmm. 
In other words, she doesn't get this thing that she she gets she get she can get her parnasah from the husband's fields. She doesn't. Oh, wow. She loses that. She for, for, when she was mochelik, she gave that. If you didn't tell me this thing in the name of Rabbi Al-Azhar, I would have told you, that if a person does bad things to his friend instead of good, you should, you're going to have terrible things in your house. And therefore this guy, he's so, she's so nice to him that she gave the ketubah up. You're going to take away the mizonot? She for sure could get mezonot. I disagree. Mm-hmm. You understand? Yeah. Here she's nice to him. She's mochel kudubah, and you say, "Well, you mochel kudubah, so you also mochel this part of it too." Well, you, she, I, well, you, you pay back good for bad with bad. You with us or no? Yeah, it makes sense. She, okay. Papi, A guy came whose arus died. Right? Mm-hmm. And he wants to know, now, does, is he, does he have to pay to bury her? Or can he just give it to the, let, let the community bury her? Right? If a person's wife dies, he has to pay for the burial. If a lady who has no, well, taking care of it, then they, they take, the community takes care of herself. So this guy's arus died. And now he wants to know, is it his responsibility? Or could he just say, okay, I'll, I'll give it your with the rest of the cow? So that was good. That was good. Now, normally, that's part of the ketubah. They have to bury her. However, he's not married yet. Okay. He's only arus. Okay. Amale. Okay? Mm-hmm. So they told him, zil kavod, go, either go bury her, or give her the ketubah money. Right. So you can pick a choice: either bury her or give her the ketubah, whatever you want. And therefore. See, she's owed the ketubah money. And the rabbi said that instead of ketubah money, you could just bury her. So you pick what you want. If you think it's cheaper to bury her, bury her. If you think it's cheaper to give the ketubah, just give the ketubah, let the, let, give the ketubah towards the burial, and the rest will give, take support by other people. Amal Hu Abchia, told him, Tanina, I hold that, that Arusa does not get a ketubah. Why? Because it says in the writer, Ishtra Arusa, lo onin v'lo metamela, if a person's wife, who is only arus, dies, you don't become onen, you don't have to become onen, which is not the period before the burial, where you don't do any mitzvot or say berachot. You don't become an onen for an arusa. And if you're a kohen, you can't go to the funeral. Vechen, he lonen. So too, she doesn't become onen if he dies. And she can't. Right. And she doesn't. She's not chayav to go to go to his funeral, and meta. And if she dies, and Yosha, she doesn't inherit her. I'm sorry, he doesn't inherit her. Meti, if metu, if if he dies, go back to she still gets a kitubah. Tama the metu. The reason why she gets a kitubah is because he died. Ha meta he, but if she died. And la ketubah, she has no ketubah. He and he shouldn't have to bury her. Because oh, he if she died, there's no ketubah. It's only, we said that if he dies, she gets the ketubah. Which sounds like if she dies, she doesn't get the, 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 the conditions. And one of the conditions is the burial. Mm-hmm. So it sounds like no. I said before she gets, she gets either or. 
in general when they're fully married. Okay. That, that was, no, that, that's what we're asking. We're asking a question. How can the rabbi say you get either or? Here it sounds like you, you don't. Okay. My time, what's the reason? He only has to say, he, he, he only said that when you get married, I'll give you the money. The reason why she doesn't get, he doesn't have to bury her instead of the money is because the Ketubah says that when you get married to somebody else, you could take the money. Now, this girl can't get married to somebody else because she's dead. Therefore, she doesn't have to, he doesn't have to bury her. Ki'at al-Rabin, when Rabin came, Amar, he said, Amar Shakish, Arusa Shemeta en the Ketubah. He says, No, Arusa who dies, no Ketubah. Amul Abaya, Zilu Amul, go tell the Rabin. Right? Shikule Tuvetech. Vishadia Achizai. Take your, your kindness that you did to us, that you think you did such a great thing, that you told us this rule, and put it on the thorns. We already heard this in Bavel that you don't get it. Okay. We're now at the two dots on the top of Nun Gimel Amorbet. Now we mentioned another halacha is your female kids that you have for me right, have the right to stay in my house until they get married. So one of the, one of the things a person writes to his wife in the kids, well let's see, marrying a second wife that if he has any female kids from her, and then they have the right to stay in his house until they get married. Mm-hmm. Don't have to be kicked. They can't. You can't just kick them out. They're, they're staying with him. Sounds like yeah. they're part of the kids. They have the kids. Rav Tani, According to Rav, the way the Mishnah says it is until they get taken by their husbands. And Levi writes in the Mishnah, Ad until they get older. Which means that once they're 13, they're on their own. The big difference in how you read the Mishnah. Going to Rav, they're there until they get married. Going to Levi, only until they become 12 and a half. Rav Agav to Bagar, even though they already became 18 and 13 and a half. We want to know Lirav <coughs> Going to Rav you want to give a girl who's over 12 and a half she has the right to get money from her father? And according to Levi, even though she's married below 12 and a half, she has the right to, to get money? How could it be? Ella, no. We, we, redo it. If she became 12 and a half and she didn't get married, or she got married and didn't turn 12 and a half, everyone agrees that you don't get money. Keep What's the A girl who's engaged and did not 
become 12 and a half. Mm-hmm. That's the machloket. Where over here... So she's 12 and a half, they don't give her money? Take care of her? Take care of her? Uh, here's after. People do nowadays, but you didn't have to. And also Kohenim Matruma also? No, she gets still, still gets one. That's different. different right? I, I think so. Levi learned in a, in a brighter, he says, until you become 12 and a half, and your time comes to get married. So you see that you need both things. Tarty? Does, does Levi need, say you need both things? Which means that you need to, that, a woman, that, that means that a woman has the right to get support from her father until she's until she has both things in common she's 12 and a half and she's getting married and if she got married and she's not 12 and a half or she's 12 and a half and not ready to get married she still gets money Ella or rather to, rather don't make it don't say end or meaning till she's 12 and a half or you get married how till how long does the girl does the girl get mizonot? Right, until she gets engaged. no until she becomes a bokeret. Yes, Rafi will talk to you later. Okay. Tanya Yosef Yosef says in the Brita. That you get, they get money ad the hadiyun the gavrin until you become to the men, which means ibaylehu hainu the erusin or havayad the nesuin. When you said you become to your to your husbands, does that mean you did erusin stage one or nesuin? You did full 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 marriage. Gemara ends off with the words tiku. Okay, Amalei of Chistel of Yosef. Chistel told of Yosef a good thing. Mishleimini the Rabbi Yehuda. Did you ever hear? Whether Arusa gets supported or not, a girl who's Arusa, does she get supported? Amale told him, I never heard anything. But according to logic, a girl who's Arusa should not get. Because one, the, the only reason why the rabbis gave her parnasah is because we don't want to have to beg for food. It's not nice. And therefore, the rabbi said that we'll give her the right to get parnasah from the father in order not to beg for food. But once she's already arusa, she's already engaged, so the, the fiancé was not going to let her begging, and therefore he's going to take care that she doesn't do it. So therefore, maybe she doesn't get Gonna get from the father because the whole point is that she, she won't be begging. If she's Arusa, she's not gonna be begging anyway. Okay? If you if you never heard this from anybody, you just make it up on your own. Miswara Itla. Since he's not sure about it. Which means that since this guy is Arusa, Arus, and he didn't actually marry her, he doesn't know, before he marries her, he doesn't know maybe there's something wrong with her. Sometimes there's something wrong with the girl. 
And since he doesn't, he won't know that till he marries her, because people very often don't know what's wrong with the girl till they marry them. Therefore, he's not going to give her money to avoid her begging when she's alusa because he doesn't know if it's going to work. Sometimes these things don't work. And therefore, that's not a good reason what you said that, oh, once she has a arus, he's not going to let her. Maybe he's not going to walk because he's not sure that she's going to end up being okay. So it should be once she gets, once she gets married. Yeah, something else. The Ikad Amri, others say, if you didn't hear it, since he doesn't know if she's going to be good, he's not going to throw money for nothing. I don't agree with you. He disagrees according to this one. The end result is he says no. He wants the arus, even though he's not sure if he's going to, he doesn't want her to be embarrassed, even at the, at the arusa stage. And therefore, even though he's still questionable whether he's going to find a problem with her, still he's going to he's going to pony up the money to make sure that she doesn't have to go begging. Uh-huh. Okay. This is the, the guy, right? Yes. Siman the Gavri sak sak zaraf mana yevama shnia arusa anusa. By the way, mimaenet. Here we have a case, okay? A girl had no um, father. So she got married off by her brother or her... So the girl got married off by her brother or her mother. And she has the right to refuse in the middle, right? She has the right to say, I don't like this guy, and then she gets out without, without a get, Right? It's not married by the father, it's married by the mother of the brother. It's only the Lebanon, and she has the right to refuse. She's not married to me yet. She's, she's married. Oh, she's married. She's married. She stays married to the guy, and if, if she doesn't do anything, she stays married forever. But if before she's 12, she says, I don't like the guy, then she has the right to get out of the marriage without a gift, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. Remember that? Yeah, remember yes. That. Now we have a question. What if she goes out without a get? Does she still get misonauts from her father? Maybe she doesn't get misunot. Maybe since she was married, and she went out, once she got married, she was already left the father's possession. Maybe now she doesn't have the right to go back in. So in other words, the girl's 10 years old. Well, the father, I understand, but the father's dead. But the father still left a lot of money, and she was getting supported by that money the whole life, right? So she, yeah, the father dies with a lot, of, a, lot, a lot of money, okay? Now there's a girl. The girl is 10 years old, they decide they're marrying her off. Okay, the mother doesn't marry off. She married off. They find a good guy. She married off. Good. Now, once she's married off, she's she gets off the payroll. Yeah. Right? We're not supporting her. No, you're married now. Six months of the marriage, I hate this guy. I, I refuse him. Now she pops out. Does that mean that the mother has to put her back on the payroll? Or do we say once she's off, she's off? Says the Gemara. I'm with her. She's shot. You with me or no? I got the case. Yeah. We have a bride that's going to answer the question. If you have a widow in her father's house, or a divorcee in a, who's back in her father's house, or you have a lady who's waiting to do yibum, she's in her father's house, according to Anakama, she gets mizonot. Yes. 
because she goes back to the father's house. Rabbi Huda says, no. If she stayed in her father's house, then she gets supported. Once she's done, then she's done. So if she's staying in her father's house. Samara says, Rabbi Huda, that's the same thing we said before. Must be the difference between Rabbi Huda and Tanakama is our case, we're assuming. That if a girl refused and then she ended up going back, refused her husband and goes back to the father, does she get? Tanakama says that she does get back on the payroll, and Rida says she doesn't get back on the payroll. Okay. Ask the question, okay? Bat Yivama. Guy marries Yivama, means his brother's wife. And he has a daughter, and then he dies. Yesh la mezonot, or la mezonot? Daughter from the f- Does the daughter, who's from the, s- the brother-in-law, no, the, 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 oh, okay. in other words, the other guy was married. Okay, he had three three boys. Then his brother died, and he took a second wife. His okay. brother is his is, is, uh, sister-in-law. Okay. Okay. Has a daughter. Okay. Now, then he dies. Does the daughter have the right to get supported? Okay. After he dies? Or do we say... This girl, usually when you marry Yevamah, there's no Kitubah. Oh. Right? Okay. Kitubah is from the first husband. And therefore, you don't have a Kitubah from me, and therefore, I'm not supporting you. Well, she inherits from the first husband something. Whatever it is, if there is, if there is or if there isn't, whatever it is, you know? Okay? Since if there was no money from the first one, the rabbi say that he has to give her the, the second. The rabbis made it, it said that she he has to he has to give her a ketubah. Uh, we only said that she doesn't get a ketubah if there's money from the if there's a ketubah from the first one. But if there's no money from the first one, the second one has to give her a ketubah, and therefore Therefore, she gets mizonot from the from the new from her father's estate. Take with the we don't have to answer that question. So we're going to end up here on the bottom. Amen. Amen.